Welcome to The Becoming Podcast, a podcast that focuses on Jesus Christ and becoming more like Him through our trials. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have with me Kristen Van Leeuwen. She served in the same mission as me, and we were in the same MTC, like, dorm room together. So yeah, we were in the MTC together, and she shared something that really touched me. And I kind of shared it on my Instagram story, like, a couple weeks ago or, like, a month ago, what she shared. And I got a lot of awesome responses, and so I really wanted her to be on and share that with all of you today. So thanks, Kristen. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. So <laughs> just diving kind of right in. Yeah, Kristen, will you just go ahead and share what you shared with us in MTC? Yeah, for sure. So this was a, a scripture that actually a substitute seminary teacher shared with me in high school. And it's stuck with me ever since. And it's become one of my all-time favorite scriptures. And I don't remember what exactly we were doing in the MTC. We were doing like a lesson of some sorts, just like my companionship was teaching um, Danny and her companionship. And for some reason, I felt prompted to share the scripture and kind of the story that goes along with it. Um, so the scripture is 1 Nephi 21, 14 through 16. But before I read that, I, I like to kind of give the story first. I think it helps put the scripture into perspective. So it goes with scar stories. And everyone has scars somewhere on their body. I have I can tell you I have some pretty gnarly scars on my legs. I have <laughs> one on my upper lip, like got bit by a spider at girls camp, have one on my arm. <laughs> like everyone has these stories of how they got their scars. And people can always remember a lot of details that go along with those scars, whether you can remember where you were, like when it happened, how you felt when it happened, the healing process of that scar, etc. And every time you see that scar, it's a reminder of those experiences. So before I read the scripture, I'll, like, I always try to picture in my head, like, okay, like go back to like one of your scar stories and remember what's going, like what happened and how you felt. And those emotions are always very vivid. So now that I've kind of explained that, I'm going to read the scripture, like I said, it's 1 Nephi 21, 14 through 16. It says, But behold, Zion hath said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. But he will show that he hath not. For can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget. Yea, I will not forget thee, O house of Israel. Behold, I have engraven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. I just, I love that scripture because Christ is a perfect resurrected being. But he, I believe he chose very intentionally to keep the scars that he received on the cross. And he chose to keep those scars because whenever he looks at those scars, he remembers remembers us. And he remembers the details of how he got those scars and the sacrifices that he made and the love that he felt for each and every one of us as he as he did that for us. And it's a very it's a very real image for me because I I know that I have the same I can remember so much and in so much detail about my own personal scars. I can only imagine what Christ feels when he when he knows and looks down at his hands and he remembers you. Yeah, I I remember being in the MTC and just like thinking about my scars cuz I have like one that <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure I shared with you guys about. I'll just share it real quick. But I was sitting with the guy I was dating at the time. And we were eating a chimichanga, sharing it together. And we were... (laughs) I remember this story. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we were sitting there. And he was using a butter knife to cut the chimichanga. And he's like, this isn't going to work. And then he went and he got like a giant like steak knife. And... (laughs) And so he got that and then he scooted his chair in with the knife in one of his hands. So he grabbed grabbed the size of his chair with the knife in his hand and he scooted in. But my leg was more turned towards him and he stabbed my leg <laughs> with <laughs> the knife. And <laughs> worst date ever. <laughs> yeah, we're not together anymore, as you can see why. I'm just kidding. But well we're not. <laughs> but like I see that scar all the time and it just makes me laugh but I'm also just like oh my gosh like that guy um (laughs) (laughs) but like I I see it all the time and so when you tell this story like you know I love how you said like Jesus you know he probably chose to like he has a perfect body when we're resurrected like our scars will go away but that he wanted to keep them. He wanted to remember us and he wanted to remember, even though how hard it was to go through the Garden of Gethsemane and the atonement, he's not afraid of his scars and he he cherishes them. And, you know, I think of like scars in a few different ways, like how we have from, you know, someone stabbing us with a knife or mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a spider bite in your case, mm-hmm. but also like those emotional scars that we get going through life and... You know, I think scars, it's such an interesting word. Like, we've healed from it, but we haven't. Like, mm-hmm. it's still there. And so just kind of going through my own personal, like, emotional healing, it's just something that will take us back to Christ. And when we look at our emotional scars, like, what we've gone through, they can either bring us closer to Christ or away from Christ. And that's all a choice of how we go through our trials. And I don't know, have you ever heard of the Hope Works videos? I Yes, I watched those while I was sick on the mission. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I watched those when I was sick in the 12-step videos. Oh, yeah. The 12-step videos are awesome. <laughs> yes. I love as them. As close to Netflix as you can get on a mission right there. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one of those videos. It's called spiritual beings and the human experience and this guy he talks about this girl I want to say he's like a psychologist and he talks to this girl about her problems that she has like physically like health wise how you know she just really wishes they would go away mental wise Mm -hmm. he talked about how what if you just envision that the savior was with you right now you know and he just held you and he just like took all that grief and pain and just wept with you and like that's so powerful for yeah, me. Yeah, that's to a really powerful image of just Christ holding you, and He knows exactly what you're going through, and He's just there for you every step of the way. Exactly, and you know, and that's the reality of it. Like He is with us, and I think you know, whenever we're sad, He's sad. You know, when we're happy, He's happy. And He goes on to say, like, what if He saw these scars, but He didn't heal you, and the girl got really upset. Why wouldn't he heal me, you know? Mm-hmm. And and he says, maybe he needs you to remember him by your scars. And, you know, then she just started crying. And um, 
it just makes me really emotional too because I struggle with anxiety and depression and I always wish Heavenly Father just take it away from me and whatever someone may be going through you know I feel like it's so easy to ask like why me like I do it all the time like even Mm -hmm. if I just like stub my toe I'm like why (laughs) why did this happen why is this happening why do I have to go through this (laughs) exactly but I think similar with the Savior you know he has his scars he remembers us but I think we have our scars so that we remember him yeah that's a really good point I've forgotten that video from the hope works and I should definitely go back and rewatch it it kind of reminds me of this quote I don't remember where I heard it but just goes along the lines of growth requires growing pains and our growth wouldn't be as meaningful if we just turned around and forgot it and so those emotional mental physical scars that we have are are very prominent reminders of that growth that we've gone through, the progress that we've made, and can remind us that, you know, we're, we're supposed to be moving forward. We're not to retreat and go back, but always be looking forward with faith and, and looking towards Christ. Yes, I love that. I just wanted to ask, with you coming home from a mission, like, how have you had those growing pains? And like, how have like hardships helped you become the person that you are today? I know... Coming home from my mission was really hard for me because I, pretty much everyone is, you you come home and you're on that spiritual high. And I had all these goals for myself and all these things I wanted to do. And I fell short in a lot of those aspects even. And it took me a while to realize why I wasn't really happy after my mission. And like I was still going to church and I was still still like doing good things things but I just wasn't super happy and mm-hmm. I kind of had to come to the realization that I wasn't relying on Christ as much as I was on my mission and on the mission it was really easy to always rely on Christ and I had to find find new ways and or just kind of tweak my old ways of mm-hmm. okay I I'm not going out every day and talking to people on the street about Christ but I can definitely reach out to the people around me who I know are struggling and bear my testimony to them. And actually, one of the, the scripture that really hit me like and, and made me realize part of why I wasn't happy was Jacob 4.12. And there's a part in that scripture that says, why not speak of the atonement? And it kind of like, I like kind of had to sit down and I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> like that was my purpose as a missionary. Like, and it was very obvious, but it's still the greatest thing to ever happen in the history of the world. And I know about it and I know how to use it. Why am I not speaking about it every chance I get and making, even if it's just a little spiritual like thought, why am I not interjecting those more into conversations with people? And like, why am I kind of hiding the gospel? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was like, I kind of had to like go through that growing pain of realizing I am so much happier when my life is more focused on the gospel and I'm thinking about how I can share the gospel with others, even if it's just in simple ways and it's not going out and talking to rude Germans on the street. Like (laughs) it's different, (laughs) but it's the same. (laughs) Definitely. Do you mind reading that scripture for us? Yeah. So Jacob 4.12, it says, And now behold, marvel not that I tell you these things, For why not speak of the atonement of Christ and attain to a perfect knowledge of him as to attain a knowledge of the resurrection and world to come? 
I think that goes along with in the first episode with President and Sister Limer, like something that they said is like, why do we talk about Christ on a mission and preach of his atonement? And we teach about it to these people when we say apply it and use this and become better. And then we come home from our missions and then we're like, what's the atonement? You know, and we're like, <laughs> you know, why do we do that? You know, like I've done that and I'm just like, dude, <laughs> like it's the atonement. You know it like you've taught mm-hmm. about it. Like, why are you not applying it to yourself? Why are you making yourself the exception? And, you know, and oh, I think exactly. that's just such a like slap in the face at least for me that like a growing pain that I've had to come to as well yeah I can't I can't even tell you how many times since coming home from my mission I've been super upset about something and you know kind of been like oh well the atonement doesn't apply here to me like I've gone like I'm not worthy of it and just like that feeling of I can't use it and just kind of like giving myself like a little slap in the face and being like wait whoa that's Satan talking. Like, you know that, like, you are never out of reach of the atonement. I can't believe that I still fall into that trap of thinking that I can't use the atonement all the time. I love that you point out that it's Satan. Like, we get so caught up in our thoughts and we're like, oh, no, this is me thinking this. But no, Mm -hmm. like, Satan's putting that thought in your head. And we have to catch ourselves like you did and, and say, like, no, like, I am enough. I am a son or daughter of God. Like, I can use the atonement. I am enough as a human. And Satan cannot tell me that I'm not. And it's it's such a hard thing to do. And I struggle with it every single day. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Limers and their episode in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it just, it reminded me of something that President Limer said to me once. And I don't even know. He may have been quoting an apostle, possibly. But <laughs> he told me that faith doesn't prevent failure but it makes failure more meaningful because you can look back on that failure and always be adjusting your course and seeing like how you need to adjust your life and what needs to change and hold please this is danny from the future i think i've decided on the name diane so this is diane and that quote is from adam c olson and it's from an article called failure is part of the plan if you were interested and continue I think that goes like right along with what we were talking about and how like growth requires growing pains like you need and like all of these experiences are just giving you that experience to become more like our Heavenly Father and Savior. That is amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love that. But yeah, just like whether you come home from a mission and you feel like you're not enough, like whether you're going through a divorce or mental health problems anything at all like we all have trials we all have scars we all have things that we're trying to heal from and there's a talk from this last general conference called the healing power of jesus christ and i just want to read a little bit from that he says his spirit heals it refines it comforts it breathes a new life into hopeless hearts has the power to transform all that is ugly and vicious and worthless in life to something of supreme and glorious splendor. He has the power to convert the ashes of mortality to the beauties of eternity. I testify that Jesus Christ is our loving Savior and our Redeemer, the Master Healer and our faithful friend. If we turn to Him, He will heal us and make us whole again. And that's just a message of hope right there. 
Like Christ has the power to make us whole. He has the power to heal us. And if we just turn to him and tell him, you know, show him our scars, he can make them whole. He can heal us. And I find so much peace in that. I love that, that Christ makes us whole. He's always reaching out. And if we turn to him and show him our scars, tell him about our shortcomings and what we're going through, he's always there ready to accept us into that warm, loving embrace. The, the scripture that I found kind of goes along with that and just about scars and how, I mean, some of them are those mental, emotional scars. Some are, you know, the scars we get from bad choices we make and, and the things that we need to repent of. And so this scripture that I wanted to read is in 2 Nephi 2 which is like my favorite chapter ever. Second so um, <laughs> Nephi 2, 22. And it says, And now behold, if Adam had not transgressed, he would not have fallen. But he would have remained in the Garden of Eden, and all things which were created must have remained in the same state in which they were after they were created. And they must have remained forever and had no end. And I love this scripture because it teaches me that in order... For us to become more like our Savior and and to do good, we, we need to know sin. Like that gift of agency allows us to act and to become, what's the saying that they say, like agents to act and not be acted upon. And just that we're, we're practicing to become like our Father in heaven. So like when we fall short and we're beating ourselves up, there's no need. Like we came here to gain experience to have those experiences that sometimes we just sit back and be like, I cannot believe I just did that. Why am I going through this? Like those, those moments are all so important to our spiritual progress. If we're turning to our savior and like recognizing, yeah, I messed up or this is a really big trial for me. Our, the act of going to our savior and saying, I need help. I need your strength that brings us closer to him and gives us so much experience that we'll never be able to get if we just try to power through on our own so true we become more through our experiences and through our scars not less and Mm -hmm. christ doesn't look at us and see flaws he sees more than we used to be he sees potential and you know thank goodness for that because (laughs) it's so hard to see that in ourselves and Mm -hmm. We're always our biggest critics. Definitely. And, you know, if you need to be reminded, for those of you listening, like, ask Heavenly Father how he feels about you and pray to him. And he will let you know. I do this a lot because, like Kristen said, you know, we're our biggest critics and we look at our scars and we feel shame and we look at our mistakes or sometimes our illnesses and we feel shame because of them. And we need to get out of our heads and listen to the one who who created us and who sees who we can become. Sometimes we need that reminder. And like I said, I do it a lot because Satan, he gets in our heads and he tells us who we are and who we ought to be. And he's wrong. And that's just a little invitation that we have for you is to pray to your Heavenly Father And really ask him how he thinks of you. 
But Kristen, did you have anything you wanted to add? I don't think so. That was perfect. I love that thought of of going in prayer and asking what our Heavenly Father and Savior think of you. Like they're not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna tell you in that, and you'll for sure feel of their love. So true. Thank you for all of your thoughts and for sharing that story with all of us thanks for having me (laughs) yeah no problem thank you so much for tuning in and we love you and we're so happy you're on this journey with us as we become